Welcome to North Liberty Library's Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast, a series of universal talks gently guided by open hearts and open minds. Listen to ignite the light in you and to appreciate the light in others. Hello, I'm Kelly with North Liberty Library, and I thank you for joining us today on Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast. You can also catch Love, Light, and Lit on Facebook Live every Monday at 12 noon Central. Be sure to follow North Liberty Library on Facebook to get notifications. When you think about fitness, what comes to mind? Perhaps a gym with overwhelming equipment, or maybe a sweaty aerobics class with impossible dance moves. Maybe you see a runner sprinting down your neighborhood's block. Usually, our visions of fitness rarely include the concept of wellness. Today's guest is going to talk to us about how we can shift our perspective to see physical fitness and overall wellness as more than muscle gains and trim waists. Tyranny Wambacher is the co-owner of Vibe Boxing Fitness in Iowa City. She and her business partner, I.B., believe in a holistic approach to wellness. While fitness and aesthetics play a big role in how we feel about ourselves, if we don't focus on the mental wellness as well, our goals will always be unattainable. Tyranny is also a super busy mom of a three-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl, and it is her goal to put her best foot forward every day for them. Today, she's going to chat with us about her background in fitness, and what whole wellness looks like outside of the gym. Welcome, Tierney. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Kelly. I'm so glad to be here and get a chance to talk to you about something I'm super passionate about. Absolutely. And it's so good to have you on. Uh, Tell us a bit more about your work at Vibe Boxing Fitness. This last year has been an absolute crazy year for us. We left our franchise. We used to be part of the title boxing franchise and we moved the locations all in the midst of everything going on with COVID still. It has been a wild ride. So my work at Vibe really entails a million different things. You know, everything that you would expect an owner to be doing in a business, as well as I train, do personal training. I teach some of the classes. I've been doing physical build out of our space, getting shelves up, all sorts of stuff. It's been really great. But yeah, with Vibe, I guess how I kind of got into that fitness world to begin with, because that is not my original background. My original background coming out of school was in IT, more specifically in IT sales. So I grew up just a fitness kid. I did gymnastics for 16 years. I did gymnastics until I was 20 years old. And when I was done with that, I was really missing a huge part of my life. I found boxing originally when I lived in Minnesota. I found it through a Groupon 
of all things. It was not something I knew that I wanted to do, but it was something I was looking for a gym to be a part of and feel at home with. And I immediately fell in love with boxing. Fast forward, I now am in Iowa City with my husband and um, I found what was title. And when we left the franchise, I had the opportunity to move from just a marketing type role with them into a position of ownership, which I jumped on because I just absolutely love what we're doing and what we bring to the community. So that's kind of my background in how I got involved in fitness more than just being a gym member to actually owning it. (laughs) Fabulous. What a wonderful journey. And I have to say, shout out to Groupon. And I found quite a number of deals there as well. And also finding your outlet is so important. And I think that kind of ties into the larger theme that we're talking about today regarding overall wellness. So, you know, most people, they go into fitness, myself included, with what they think are the best intentions. They want to lose weight. They want to drop a few inches for a big party or a specific dress or even something more concrete, like getting healthier stats at the doctor's office. Mm -hmm. How do we make intentions for wellness that actually stick? Yeah. So I think one of the biggest pieces is you always have to figure out why? Why are you actually trying to do this? You know, is it just because you want to fit into that dress, which isn't a bad reason by any means, but is that strong enough to make you stick to the commitment that it's going to take to get you there? And oftentimes that surface level reason of wanting to do something is not enough. You've got to dig deeper. We had a member come to me recently. He's only been with us for maybe two and a half months. And he said, Hey, I've lost 15 pounds since I started here. And I'm like, Mm. that's so incredible. And, you know, fitness was his goal, but really he was more looking for the outlet for something to do that would keep him active. And the losing the 15 pounds was the byproduct of him falling in love with the process, reaching those goals, attaining those goals is falling in love with the process. And you've got to find really what works for you. Some people are really awesome at getting up in the morning and going for a run before they go to work. Some people get spikes on their shoes and go for a run in the winter around here. I'm not that person. (laughs) So (laughs) I need the interaction. I need the people. I need something to hold me accountable when it's tough to hold yourself accountable. You know, and like I said, with the deeper reason why, you know, we had a relatively new member come in the door and say, Hey, you know, my wife and I, we are looking forward to starting a family in the next couple of years. And right now, I don't think I'm in a place where I can keep up with a toddler. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's an amazing reason to get into the gym and start getting back into a physical shape that you want to be in. I think finding your why in anything, but especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to health and fitness and wellness is so essential. And making that why personal, such as your example, with the parent of the toddler, I think that that goes a long way. Do you find that most of your clientele, when they're talking about their why, when they dig a little deeper, does it come from a very personal space? Yeah, honestly, the people that are going to have the most success in their fitness journey, it does come from that very personal space, you know, and when I say have the most success, I mean, have the most success with us. Hopefully Mm -hmm. they get to a place where they will have that deeper conversation with somebody and it's not always with us and with our gym and that's okay too, you know, but whatever your goal is, whatever your reason for getting into fitness and sticking to that routine 
you have to let somebody in. You have to be willing to open that door and have those conversations that are hard to have sometimes, you know, because a lot of that comes from insecurities and Mm -hmm. those are scary. Those are really scary to open the doors to. I'm not a counselor by any means, but I can tell you a million and a half things about our members because they talk to us. And that's where we can then personally coach them and say, hey, you look like you're maybe not having the best day. Let's talk about this. Let's get you to a place where you're mentally ready to be here so that you can have a really good workout and still try to reach your goals. You know, people always say, I'm here today. At least I'm here. At least I'm here. And yeah, at least you're here. But if you have a really specific goal, just being there isn't enough. Right. You have to actually work hard when you walk in the door. Absolutely. And if you are in this like mental block in this state of, I am really upset. Something outside of the gym is really, really taking my focus away from what I'm doing here for the next 45 minutes, mm-hmm. that 45 minutes is not going to be a good use of your time. Right. And I think sometimes it's okay to realize that. And, you know, if you want to say, I'm not going to be my best at the gym today, so I'm not going to go today. Okay. Give yourself a little grace. Yes. You know, I mean, and I think especially as moms, that's something that we have a really, really hard time doing is giving ourselves grace. Yeah. Yeah, We've talked about that in past episodes here on the podcast about the ability and it's almost a requirement to give yourself grace, especially during these times. Mm -hmm. What has your interaction been like with clients who are coming back to the gym well, I would say post-pandemic, but we're kind of still in it. But those who are trying to find their footing with fitness and wellness during this crucial time, what have those conversations yeah. been? A lot of those conversations start with people saying, I haven't done anything for the past two years. Hmm. And I think the majority of people can relate to that, to feeling like, okay, fine, maybe I did a little bit here and there, but I wasn't in the gym. I wasn't in that rhythm that I was at one point. You know, I've been snacking more because I've been at home and I've been potentially drinking more. We know statistically the use of alcohol has gone up over the past two years, whether that impacts you directly or not, that is a statistic. We know that it's just been an increase in everything that is unhealthy for us. So people are coming in Although they have that sense of shame of like, oh, it's been two years. I haven't done anything. Everybody's coming in that way. So I just tell them, you know, join us. Welcome. Like we're all there, you know? I mean, I've fallen off track with my own personal fitness goals. And in class, I promise you, I am not going to be like the rock star person in class that you would potentially want to see from the owner. But the reality is, is that this is real life. And, you know, we're all coming from a place of we've all got our starting point and let's just move forward. That's a lot of the conversation. You know, another piece of the conversation obviously concerns COVID in general, you know, Mm -hmm. people being safe and staying safe and we are doing our part and we just ask that our members do theirs as well. You know, if in general, I feel like, you know, it doesn't even have to be something that's said anymore, but if you're not feeling well, don't come to the gym. You know, like it's pretty basic at this point. Like, you know, whether or not you should be with other people. And that goes back to the conversation about grace, because especially with COVID, I think that when people, whenever they get a sniffle or a cough, that fear starts to set in a bit. 
but they still want to continue with their daily activities. Mm -hmm. But that's part of the conversation about grace that you were touching on previously is that we have to give ourselves grace to say, I'm not feeling well today. Yep. So I'm going to stay home or get tested or whatever that protocol is to not only keep myself safe, but to keep others safe as well. Yeah, that's a great point. And another thing that I grabbed from what you mentioned just checking in the communication trend that you have with your clients where you're checking in with them. I think that in the fitness industry, and I'm speaking from a personal perspective only, I'm certainly not a fitness professional, but just from my experiences with gyms and yoga studios and that entire industry, I find that those companies and those organizations who bring that empathy to their clients have longer lasting power. They have they last longer in the economy, economy, and they also have longer lasting clientele when they have that personal connection. And I'm happy to hear that Vibe Boxing Fitness is one of those entities who really practices that empathy. Do you find that the empathy just came naturally or do you feel like it kind of increased during this pandemic time? For me personally, I would say that I've always been a very empathetic person, but having an opportunity to be in the position I am with our gym has given me an outlet to actually show it. Mm -hmm. Because I think if anybody hears this who knew me a couple of years ago, and they would hear me say that I'm empathetic, they'd be like, really? You seem kind of cold. And I used to be. I used to wear a very cold shell, not necessarily on purpose, but I was in a place where I really felt like it's me against the world kind of thing. I've got to be tough and I've got to be hardcore. Like I'm in sales, I'm in IT, I'm in mm. this industry, quite frankly, that is filled with men. And yeah. but you felt oh like my you naturally gosh. had to have that because you were in a male dominated yes. industry. And now I say I own a boxing gym and people are like, wow, that's really hardcore. I'm like, is it though? I'm like, you know, I'm not getting punched in the face. I punch a bag, you know? <laughs> sure, I want to feel like a big, strong, confident woman, but I don't want to have this like cold, harsh shell. So mm-hmm. I've really had to learn how to break that down in myself and be outwardly empathetic too, okay. where I do get to make those relationships happen. And you're absolutely right. People don't stay where they're at because they're so excited about the gym equipment. They stay where they're at because of the people that they're building relationships with. Mm-hmm. And it is sad for us. We have some college students in our facility and when they graduate, I'm like, where are you going? Are you leaving? I get a little sad because right. I'm like, gosh, you guys are wonderful people and I want you to stay with us. But also we want you to go and be the nurse that you want to be in the state you want to be in and all that kind of thing. It is sad to watch people leave, but I think the majority of our members, if they are leaving, they have that pull too, where they're like, man, I don't want to have to be leaving, but you know, my life circumstances have changed in this situation where I am going to have to leave. And I think it is because we've really, really built those relationships and we really encourage our trainers to build those relationships too. Absolutely. I love that. I want to talk a bit about what we talked about in the intro, the difference between fitness and wellness. Mm -hmm. What are the definitions of each as you define them? Oh, my definitions of each fitness would definitely be more of the physical aspect of your wellness. Fitness has to do with how strong are you? Are you able to run around with your kids? Are you able to carry those bags of groceries in? You know, those are the fitness type aspects that 
we want to make sure are up to par. The wellness is a whole other bag of worms. And it has so much more to do with the overall mental health that you are dealing with every single day. Can you get up and get out of bed and be excited about what you are doing day to day? Maybe not every single day, you might be in a job that's boring, and you're doing it. But are you still finding joy in other places in your life? Are you bringing the most to the people that you're interacting with every single day? That I would say is more of the mental wellness aspect. When you go home at night, how do you honestly feel if you really dig deep and sit down and just sit with yourself? Are you happy? Are you finding something? Are you connecting with a higher power, you know, whether that's God for you or a higher power of other sorts? What makes you feel centered? What makes Mm -hmm. you feel whole? And that's what I think the wellness aspect of this is. I like the difference. And I, and I think that sometimes those terms get interchangeably used, which is why I'm glad you provided some context, according to your perspective of what the differences between fitness and wellness are. Now, how do we change our perspective? How do we focus more on overall wellness instead of singular goals, like losing 20 pounds or fitting into this dress? Yeah. Well, I would say one big piece of overall wellness is being able to say that I am accountable to myself. You know, I'm not canceling my meetings on myself. I'm not no showing on myself. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like in the fitness realm? You know, did you make a commitment? I'm not talking about an overcommitment. You know, you're getting off the couch for the first time in two years and you mm-hmm. say, I'm going to be at the gym five days a week. Yeah. Let's back that up. Let's work on getting to the gym twice a week. Let's make those attainable goals because that is going to boost your confidence. When you're boosting your confidence, you're going to start feeling better about yourself in general. That overall wellness is going to increase you're physically moving your body, you're going to sleep better. That's a huge, huge, huge piece is how much sleep are you actually getting? Mm -hmm. Oh, it drives me so crazy when people say things like, Oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm like, will you though? How about you sleep right now? Because Mm -hmm. you cannot function. You cannot function on night after night after night of no sleep. I think any mom could attest to that. There is a period of time where you are functioning like that. And there was a large period of time when I was functioning like that with my son. And it was two years of him being awake every 45 minutes. And I felt like a zombie for two years. Uh I could not function. And that's not healthy, you know? So when your sleep is in your control and not being controlled by an infant, Are you making that a priority in your life? What are you eating? Are you filling your body full of junk? Or are you working with somebody who might have a little more knowledge than you about what kind of things you should be eating? Because yes, that plays into your fitness goal, but really your overall wellness, you have to fuel your body well. You know, cutting out some of those sugars. That is one of my personal health goals now and going into 2022 is really working on my sugar intake. Yes. And it's sneaky. It's super sneaky. Actually, you know, we're going to do probably a sugar free challenge coming up probably in January when things slow back down a little bit. The holiday season is super wild. And I mean, who wants to say no to a Christmas cookie, right? My goal whenever I'm talking with people is we don't 
typically have people who want to be the bikini models, who want to, you know, be Mr. Universe in our gym. They're -hmm. people who want a much more attainable physical goal, which I love because that's where I'm at. And that's something that I want to do. I want to have that balance. I want to feel good and confident about my body. But when my kids on a Friday night say, hey, let's go get pizza. Hey, let's walk to the ice cream store. I want to do that and not feel guilty about it. Yes, that balance. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, Tierney, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm confident our audience has gained some good information, especially as we go into the holidays here about fitness versus wellness. Can you tell our listeners where we can learn more about you and Vibe? We are vibeboxingfitness.com. We are also on social media as Vibe. It's V-I-B-E, Boxing Fitness. You can find us actively on Instagram and Facebook. And then if you want to follow me and see all my crazy family stuff and all of our chickens, we've got eight of them and they should be laying (laughs) eggs any day now. My name is Tierney Wambacher with a period in between on Instagram. All right. Well, Tierney, I'll have you hang on while we wrap up. But audience, this is Kelly with Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast presented by North Liberty Library. Again, today we talked with Tierney Wambacher about fitness and whole wellness. Check out the show notes from today's episode to find out more about her work at Vibe Fitness and resources. And also please visit our website at northlibertylibrary.org for additional programming and services. Thanks for listening.